What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome back for another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys all had a fabulous Fourth of July. When it's on a Tuesday, it kind of ends up being like a week. So, hope you enjoyed that. Um, Chris, good to yes. be back with you. You as well, Rob. James, are, hope everything's going well. Yes, James in the background there, guys. We are officially in the countdown for National Sports Collectors Convention. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. Countdown time. So we look forward to seeing as many of you there as we can. But for those of you who uh, might be joining us that are new, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Chris Stuper and our man that makes us look good behind the scenes. We'll chime in periodically, including with today's poll question, the one, the only, the asset, James Gale. Um, All right. So... let me see if I remember how to do this. It, for whatever reason, it seems like it's been a lot longer. Than well, it was a holiday two week. It was, you know, <laughs> it's only been a week off. Just I know. Week, I know. It seems a lot longer, a lot longer. Well, I hope we've got a, what I think will be a very good show for you this evening. Um, we've got several things to talk about in hobby happenings, including a few things centered around the national. We've got a core, a, a quattro of panini breaks for this evening and we'll have uh two video segments from a recent hobby musings interview with kelsey schroyer who talked to ray schulte the communications director for the national sports collectors convention and uh who knows what other fun surprises hot in the shop and who knows what else but first and foremost james if everything's running smoothly you want to dish up that poll question you came up I with? I sure on? do. Uh, here is this week's GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll. You've been graciously gifted $1,000 to spend on the at NSCC show floor. And you can only spend it on the one thing listed in this poll. What are you choosing? Singles? Sealed product? On-site grading? Or memorabilia? Hmm. Oh, that's Good one. It's That's a gift. A really, somebody it's easy you walk me, you walk into the show floor. Some anonymous person, maybe uh, wearing a a suit with dollar bill signs on it, just hands you a, <laughs> ten one hundred dollar bills, and he's like, "You got to spend it here." And these are the four <laughs> categories. Have at it. Can I meet that person, James? Well, I, I'd like I'm to be nice. that person right? one day. I think sure. that would be fun. Um. How did you vote? So I voted on-site grading. Which I had a I, feeling you which, would. Which I normally would never do. The price is just, again, I, and I'm fine to wait. So I'm fine to pay like the cheapest price for grading. But it, it it's the national. It would be kind of fun to hand them a card and you get it back in two or two days, 48 hours or whatever. Uh, and there are things that I, you know, have that I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll get it graded. Uh, so that's I kind of took it as like a uh, you know it's a gift and it's fun and it would be a fun experience at the national. Well, you're gonna really like a couple of one particular story uh, that we have in hobby ha- happenings. Then, nice, uh, Chris. What about you? Singles? I'm betting you're a singles guy. Yeah, I'm not single, but I'm singles and ready to mingle <laughs> on the national floor. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always about the singles. I haven't bought a wax box or packs probably since I was like 14 or 15 years old. So I've always been about the singles 
and I've said on the show before, um, I think the only time I get packs or a box of cards is for my birthday because my mother always gives me a packs or boxes uh on my birthday she's been doing that since i was a kid so um but for me personally spending my own money or if someone gifted me money i would easily all day buy singles and i actually have a lot of patience so i don't mind looking at the bargain bins i actually prefer to look at bargain bins because people with a lot of cards who are selling cards here's a tip they don't have enough time to go back into those boxes that are like three for a dollar because they keep on adding boxes. So if you find old boxes that are browned and plastics that are yellowed, sometimes those are the best gifts that you can find at a card shop. So you, you got to be sure to, um, I don't know if you made it over there last year, but be sure to check out the singles club booth. Is it, is it singles club like singles, not like, girls and guys singles no 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 like yeah yeah. no this this is a exhibitor right up your alley i would love to go take a look at that if i have the time you know because it's a little bit busy. i'll make sure you have time okay gotta do that um i at at this stage in my collecting journey um i chose memorabilia if someone nice. gave me a thousand dollars, I guarantee you there have been some autograph memorabilia pieces that I, you know, whether it be from the world of entertainment or, um, you know, who knows what, uh, I, I, I could see myself dropping a dime on some memorabilia. Yeah. Cool. That was my second choice. Because every okay. time I walk the national floor, there's always like some really cool memorabilia piece, and there is some cool entertainment memorabilia there. Yes, that yes, you could you could walk out of there for with a thousand dollar memorabilia piece and or be like multiple. boom, yeah, yeah. Um, and so my second place would have been sealed product. I still love busting, you know, sealed wax. So, um, yeah, well, you're a breaker at heart. You you know that. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Well, more importantly than us, we want to know what you guys think. So currently, where do things stand at, James? Whoops, sorry. My mic was muted. It's very hot here, so I have fans going. Um, Singles, 45.8% is leading the pack, uh, which makes a lot of sense. You're going to walk away with, I mean, you could walk away with... uh, thousands of cards oh yeah for that for with that or uh sealed product is in number uh two with 32.2 percent another great choice memorabilia is in third with 16.9 and then on-site grading is at 5.1 although early when i posted this five on-site grading was in second for like the first Mm. i don't know 10 20 minutes but i guess you and your friends were busy this afternoon james right yep Uh, so let's see. No Dell sub fan. Um, we didn't miss autographs. Uh, we just had, there's only Twitter only gives you four options. Yeah. So if you would vote other, that's exactly what the replies are there for. So, yeah. And I thought memorabilia kind of covered autographs, like maybe memorabilia slash autographs. Yeah, but, could have been. Yeah, but maybe autograph cards too. Maybe people are after autograph cards. That's true. So, yep. You know, 
cool. And then I liked what Cow Kid One said. I'd hit that TriStar or Fanatics table and buy the mystery boxes. Try to hit that big piece of signed memorabilia. Sure. Yes. Christopher Brown said he went with you, James. On-site grading simply for the fact that I have some autographs I'd like authenticated and encapsulated. Ryan Crew 9 said I would go to the discount area and load yeah. up on stuff you don't see every day. So sure. you, you and Chris would be hanging out in the singles club. Absolutely. I love the singles club. All right. We'll update that later in the program. If you haven't weighed in yourself, please do so. Also share it with your friends. And uh, let's see where that stands later in the program, shall we? But for now, we got some things to talk about in a little segment we do every week on the program called Hobby Happenings. And here's some news notes and nuggets from around the web about this hobby we all love. Well, last week, Panini announced that after a very lengthy hiatus, that the company is reinstituting, reinstituting rather, its weekly redemption reports. The first installment can be viewed on the Panini America blog and includes redemption status updates for cards of Jamar Chase, Traylon Burks, Kate Cunningham, and Zion Williamson, just to name a few. So nice. That's always good. Yep. Sports Collectors Daily reports that Card Show Live or Card Shop Live has announced what it calls a major investment partnership with the Monster Card Shop. The move is aimed at increasing Card Shop Live's position in the live stream trading card auction and sales arena. Launched one year ago on both iOS and Android, the Card Shop Live app allows the card collecting community to personalize their shopping to personalize their live shopping experience with custom feeds, community chat forums, direct messaging, and original hobby content. The Monster Card Shop is joining the leadership team in Card Shop Live and will serve as founding members of the organization. Interesting. Yeah. Well, honestly, one of the most impressive pieces of memorabilia from the Chicago Bulls championship dynasty of the 1990s uh, is one of a kind and the first ever come to auction in this capacity. It'll take center stage at an upcoming heritage sports event. This massive eight foot by eight foot section of the United mm. Center floor with that Bulls logo, which was mm -hmm. used from 94 to 98 and has been signed and multi-inscribed by Michael Jordan, who will most assuredly keep you posted on the final sale price. How many multi-inscribed items are out there of Michael Jordan? Yeah, right. I don't. That's the first time I've seen something like that. It's pretty cool. Uh, with the National Sports Collectors Convention just two weeks away, we are slowly starting to hear about companies promotional opportunities for attendees case in point the first 10,000 attendees to stop at the bcw booth number 3218 will receive a free five count pack of commemorative branded the national top loaders with a limit one pack per guest that's awesome sure i love that they branded them great PSA has announced their on-site grading fee for the national. The least expensive option is obviously for collectors club members who will pay $150 per card. 
with a maximum declared value of $2,500, with the card being available to pick up by the end of the show. However, if you're sitting on at least 10 cards from the 1980s that you've wanted to get graded, PSA is currently running a $15 per card special. Some restrictions apply, so be sure to visit psacard.com forward slash specials for full details. I have thousands of those. (laughs) Sports Collectors Daily reports that baseball card exchange is getting into the auction business. The company says it will launch the new platform this fall with a specific announcement coming during the National Sports Collectors Convention. Auctions will last for approximately two weeks and end on Sunday evenings. The inaugural event with will include authenticated unopened boxes, graded vintage packs, cases, and high-end graded cards valued at $200 or more. They'll start accepting additional consignments in the coming weeks. One selling point highlighted in the announcement was a co-signer guarantee that states no duplication of specific items in the same auction. BBCE auctions will discount unopened box and rack pack authentication rates to co-signers. Discounted authentication rates for co-signers will also be revealed in the coming weeks. Sports Collectors Daily reports that eBay is opening up its vault to collectors and dealers who want to submit graded trading cards as opposed to just those that have been purchased through its website. The company announced Monday that cards valued at over $250 can be sent to its Delaware vault facility where they can be permanently stored and or listed directly for sale on eBay at a future date. Raw cards cannot be submitted. eBay launched its vault a year ago, joining other entities, including PSA, PWCC, Alt, and Golden, who offer secure storage for cards and some other collectibles. eBay's 31,000 square foot vault includes 24-7 surveillance, biometric authentication systems, and intrusion detection systems, along with temperature and humidity controls. Additionally, all employees who work in the eBay vault undergo high-level background checks and are experts in working with high-value collectibles. eBay vaulted cards sold through their platform can mean ownership simply changes hands with the card never leaving the facility. There are currently no submission fees. Interesting. Mm. There is no sales tax on items sent to the vault and future selling fees on vault transactions are also waived. Interesting. How are they monetizing this? I don't know. Oh, wait, there it is. There are, however, withdrawal fees. (laughs) But you know what? You know how they can monetize it is if the vault actually looked like that because I would pay admission to go and take a look at the cards. (laughs) It looks like a Hall of Fame. It's fantastic. (laughs) Also from SC Daily, Robert Edward Auctions announced Monday afternoon that it had acquired Maryland-based Huggins & Scott. The two companies will continue to operate independently with Huggins & Scott as a wholly owned subsidiary of Robert Edward Auctions, REA. The next H&S auction set for the July 21st will be conducted on REA's website with a new website for Huggins and Scott to be launched shortly thereafter. That's a major power move in that. Industry. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Collects Marketplace is now live. Users can now pay and collect in uh, payments and 
directly within the app and a suite of seller tools has also been added nice. as well. Update to the latest version of Collects in the App Store or Google Play to begin selling on the platform. ComC is now your one-stop shop for group grading with their new direct to grading submission service. The streamlined direct to grading option will allow cards to be submitted for third-party grading more quickly and features a hands-off intake process, meaning the cards will not be touched by the ComC team. This prioritized service level features their fastest turnaround time with cards being processed in just one week. There is a video tutorial and complete details on the ComC blog. It's cool. Yeah. In a move that should cause no surprise to anyone, uh, Fanatics announced that it will be launching a live events business as it seeks to create a sports collectibles version of San Diego Comic-Con. The new venture called Fanatics Events will be a partnership with events and talent management giant IMG, who runs the Mint Collective. Fanatics Events plans to organize global events through partnerships and acquisitions, and Fanatics said it will first prioritize the collectible sector and explore opportunities to expand and innovate beyond that. Fanatics said that Fanatics Events aims to start holding events next year. Today, Alton Insight published their Sports Collectibles Market Report for this year's second quarter. The report includes a detailed analysis of the quarter's top auction sales in comparison to both one year and one quarter ago. Uh, card market performance and commentary with the nuances of market subcategories thoroughly explained an update on the headline-making game-worn memorabilia market a fascinating exploration of relevant trends in each sport, records, grading population updates, ticket market analysis, digital collectible details, and much more. You can get your free copy on altoninsights.com. Uh, and this next story is for James. Well, if PSA's on-site grading fees are a little too steep for you, CGC has you covered with some great deals. They will feature three service levels with additional add-ons, but the standard um, and on the standard end, show price is just twenty dollars per card. Mm. And if you and you can pick that up at the end of the show, and if you're in just for a day or so and you need it quicker, they have an express option for fifty-five with a twenty-four hour turnaround, mm -hmm. and then even their walk-through service is a three hour turnaround time wow. and just $5 more than the cost of a PSA single submission of 155. So you definitely have some options there. So if you sign up for one of CGC's memberships, you can save between 10 and 20% off of those prices as well. Fantastic. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, very cool. Here's another cool story from Card Life TV about how baseball cards help the owners of Victus Sports become the most used bat by players across Major League Baseball. Check it out. Victus Sports, located outside of Philly in King of Prussia, makes the bats used by 28% of the players in Major League Baseball. 
Jared Smith and Ryan Engroff started the company in a garage in central Pennsylvania 10 years ago. 50 employees now make over 120,000 bats by hand in their facility every year. We started just as a few guys that really loved baseball, making bats in a garage somewhere, and then decided to turn into a business back at the end of 2011. For us, we looked at the baseball space and it was very traditional companies that leaned on nostalgia and the, the way the game was. We wanted to kind of bring the game forward and that's why our moniker from day one was change the game. These cool custom bats, the messages on them are a little more aggressive. We try to bring the game forward and we think it resonates more with the youth that way. It started off with us being the very first fully customizable baseball bat, and you can kind of do whatever you want with, with a bat, and the nice things that we do to take care of our guys. Obviously, we have the Bat King now making beautiful pieces of custom art. Really, anything you can think to do with a baseball bat, we can make a reality. In addition to a passion for bats, Smith and Engroff are passionate about the sports card hobby. I've been collecting baseball cards since I could walk, I, I feel like. Any money that I've ever made doing any kind of chores or any birthday money or any tooth fairy money, wh whatever it might be, always went to baseball cards. I like to collect guys that swing our bats, and obviously he's one of the, the bigger guys that swing us right now. Refractor first, pulled that one myself also, Vladdy. Pulled this one out of a hanger at Target when you could still see them in the wild. For me, it was a way to learn all the new players. So I was out there on the road trying to recruit new guys, and if you pay attention to the card market, I'd say they have some of the best scouts. They know those young 16, 17, 18, 19 year old players as well or better than any of the scouts out there. So for us, we kind of monitored whose cards were worth what and, and got to see their face on the card that then connected it. So when we met in person, I knew who that person was right away. So. Cards really did help with business. Mookie swung us when he was in Salem, like uh, Tatis was in San Antonio. I mean, you go down the list, J-Rod was still a minor leaguer. Like, we, we get these guys that end up being Victus guys super young. I mean, we went to see Bryson Harrisburg. So like, that's definitely a big part of our business. Love this card too, because you can see the full V. Volpe showing it off. I have one actually an Altuve card, autograph on card, that actually shows the V off pretty nicely. It was the first on-card autograph I got of a guy showing a V and I pulled it myself. So that one's, that one's kind of a, you know, nice, nice to have. And I had to pick this one up for, the, for a similar reason. You can see a little bit more of the ick part of Victus. It's all I look for. It's the only way I watch a baseball game too. You know, it, it's, it's just, you know, constantly on my mind. Because I just wanna, I wanna see them perform well with something that we made, you know? We continue to innovate with our finishes getting harder, the actual ways we fit people for bats getting better. And that's kind of been our focus is really let's concentrate on the hitter and let's, let's arm them with the best tools that are possible and let's keep innovating so we stay ahead of the curve. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. So James, if someone gave you $1,000 for on-site grading, you could get like a hundred cards done. Wow. No, you could get 50 cards done because math is hard. Still. Words are hard. Math is hard. <laughs> it's a good deal. It is a good deal. I should go on the Scott Steiner, uh, with Steiner a math rant right now. With $1,000, you could get uh, uh, maybe a card graded at each of the graders. There you go. There you go. USA, BGS, CGC. All the same card. Yeah. Ooh, hey. James, do you have a favorite? the same grade to be and see where they come back at. James, do you have a favorite? 
grading not company? necessarily no i mean i know because you go to all different ones so well that's cool. just bgs and psa and i don't mind buying slabs and or submitting to others but usually just the big two really sure okay. sure all right but you know what again after uh seeing that rare edition at the cool at the too. mint i, I do Ooh, really really yeah. want to do like one card but i really got to pick it's uh, got to be a very special it, it's got to be a super yeah. special one <laughs> yeah all right well let's dive into our box break segment for this evening shall we sure and really quick, just so everyone knows, since we have two basketball boxes and we have two football boxes, there will be two tweets out there tonight, one with the basketball with both boxes and then another one with the football with both boxes. So if you want to get involved with all four of the boxes for this evening, retweet both of them or retweet whatever one you like best. But the first one's going to be going out there right now. Awesome. Thank you, yep. Chris. Sure. All right, the first product from Panini America is a web-only exclusive called Photogenic 2022-23 edition. Every box has one autograph. There's five cards per pack. It's a 10-pack box. And uh, I Chris seems to think, James seems to think we did pretty well at this last year, and Chris was half wondering if it was that Stockton... Malone. Malone dual, but I don't know. I feel like that was more recent than this product. Sound know. off in the I mean, chat. Although I'm yeah, watching. Yeah, sometimes our, our viewers are much better at remembering. I've only been on the show for a little bit yeah, over no. a year, and I do kind of recall that Stockton Malone being one of the first yep. bigger hits that we had. Yep, I'm looking okay. at it right now. That's what it was. Was Doctor Malone? Oh, yeah. There you go, yeah. my man. Right. See, I got a little bit of a memory on me. <laughs> I can't say some words correctly, but you know, I'm having a little bit of a memory. <laughs> That's a wow. big one. That's Good a boom, boom, shake the room. JTS live. Tell you. That's oh. something right there. My goodness. Desmond Ritter, auto number to 10. Adrian Peterson, quad patch, auto number to 20. Uh, you know. I don't know what was the biggest hit LeBron tonight. LeBron was... numbered in 99. Yeah. Lamello, I mean, every box had something. I mean, yeah. Tony Kukoc, Patch Auto, numbered Meta World Peace. I've never owner. seen that auto before. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Man, there's a handful of cards I want to have to give away. But you guys are lucky, man. You guys Phenomenal. Lucky. All right, that's going to do it for our live box break segment for this evening. Thanks to Scotty Prusha at Panini America. All right, let's, uh, before we go to our first video segment, we're going to update that poll question for you. We're going to slam refresh on here. And so you've been graciously um, given $1,000 to spend at the National. And you can only spend it on one of the following things listed. Which would you choose? Singles, sealed product, on-site grading, memorabilia. Singles, 49.6%. Sealed product in second at 26.4. Memorabilia at 17.4. 
on-site grading at 6.6, 121 votes in. Still about 50 minutes left to vote, so if you haven't already done so, please do so. Um, we are going to do Hot in the Shop in a minute, but first, you guys get a treat. Kelsey Schroyer sat down with communications director for the national, Ray Schulte of Schulte Sports Marketing, and to talk about all things national. Uh, this is part one of two, and uh, so check this out. We'll be back and detail uh, a few products that released new in shops this week. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Hobby Musings. I'm Kelsey Schroyer, joined today by Ray Schulte, the Director of Communications for the National Sports Collectors Convention. Ray, thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, Kelsey. So look, biggest sports card show of the year, the National, less than a month away, back at the Donnie Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont, colloquially Chicago. What are some of the highlights attendees can expect from this year's show? Well, you know, obviously the hobby is, as we know it, the, uh, the industry has, has been been really strong since the pandemic. Um, you know, I think when prior to the pandemic, we averaged about 50,000 attendees um, in Chicago, then Atlantic City is up around uh, a little less than 100,000. So it, it really took off. This year, uh, we had not only uh, a continuation of that momentum, but we've already added 200,000 square feet. So now the convention venue will be 600,000 square feet. So if you can imagine that and the the interest and you know the the people that want to attend it's just it's unbelievable. So we're we're expecting one of the biggest shows we you know we've ever done and and so we're very excited about that. Well, Ray, you talk about all that extra square footage. That's a lot of extra square footage. And if memory serves correctly, the last two Chicago shows, the showroom was expanded even then. So what's going to fill all that extra space? Exhibitors. We, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, for the last couple of years, we've always had a waiting list. And, and I think the waiting list has, has risen as high as 50 to 100 exhibitors wow. that would, would like to get into the show. So it was just determined that this year that we wanted to accommodate as many as possible. And so they went for it and, and, and they expanded the space. So, but you're talking about you know, many more exhibitors, which is actually good because obviously the more exhibitors, the more product, the more interest and and uh, the more people that will come in. So it's, you know, it, it's an exciting time. You know, we've always, we've always strived to, to bring kids in. I think Mike Burkus really started this years ago when we talked about kids 12 and under getting free. Remember, I don't know if you remember this, but years ago it was just like on Sunday. <laughs> you know? uh, and now, now it's 12 and, year, 12 and under throughout the entire show getting free. Uh, and so, that and then also to you know the, the number of female collectors has risen significantly, and we're seeing not only the you know the male, the female, we're seeing the moms, the dads, the uncles, the aunts, the grandpas. Um, so you know right now it's like it's something for the entire family, and so with 600,000 square feet, uh, it's going to be huge, but it's going to also be diverse in terms of the, the, the product. Uh, obviously, Pokemon is taken over to TCG 
aspect of the industry has taken off. Uh, the breaker pavilion is strong again. Uh, so there's a lot of things that will be represented at the show that we had in the past shows, but now we take another to another level. Well, so kind of going off of that, you're talking about all these kind of newer elements to the show, which for the longest time was predominantly sports. With all this being said, you know, last year we saw some booths like the Zero Cool booth with their Stranger Things items. I think OneNot had the, you know, kind of the carnival style game you could play. How is this show, how do you think this show is going to be different from previous nationals? I think it's just, uh, you know, simply put, it's just going to another level. I mean, with the pop culture uh, has really kind of resonated within the industry. And so I, I see a lot more with the TCG. I see a lot more with people interested in in the in you know the pack wars and and the, you know, the newer trading cards are still hot. Um, so I know our manufacturers will be given back to the you know community uh, throughout the five days there. So um, you know, and, and then you have all these other companies that have evolved because of the strength within the industry. Um, you know, companies that will, you know, they'll look at your card and you can determine the value of the card. I mean, that's, you know, we're, we're moving a lot towards AI, but the companies there now, there's, there's, there's a significant number of companies now that basically are fulfilling that aspect of, you know, understanding and creating the value for the cards. All right. For more tasty nuggets from that interview, we'll show you those after hot in the shop look at this week's new product releases which we'll take a look at right now it's just four of them this week yeah. very very light week of new releases but we kick it off with a favorite in 2022 leaf trinity football cards leaf trinity football delivers five autograph cards in every box and for the first time ever in trinity football the patch autograph sets include numerous patches from NFL jerseys. So that's mm. interesting. Okay. Uh, very limited production run this year. Uh, an incredible array of hot names from the 2022 NFL draft. The Trinity patch autographs, as mentioned, look for some first-time NFL jerseys. Trinity signatures, autographs of top NFL draft picks, legends, and NCAA prospects. Trinity clear signatures, acetate autos. Trinity dual autographs return. Look for the all-new and rare Trinity black parallel. An incredible roster, including uh, favorites like C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Brees Hall, Kenny Pickett, Bailey Zapp, Malik Willis, Joe Montana, Bijan Robinson, Aiden Hutchinson, Garrett Wilson, and many more. Checklist is up on GoGTS.net right now. 2023-24 Futera World Football Unique Soccer Card Collection delivers four autographs signed on card or memorabilia cards. 23 karat gold plated frame card or one of one card, 20 base set cards, up to and four base parallels, plus two heritage insert cards in every box. This collection features cards from past, current, and future star players. Only 510 cases produced. Um, a selection of card sets signed by legendary players. Every card states the location and date the player signed their card, which is very unique and awesome. Uh, game and training used memorabilia 
Most sets feature rare parallel cards, including one of ones. Look for 23 karat gold plated frame cards, including one of ones. Also some key features, um, game and training game use memorabilia cards include details of the player's memorabilia are given on the back. Inserts are individually foil numbered and most sets feature rare parallels, including the one of ones. Futera, it's always a unique product, always a really great one for uh, soccer fans. Check it out. It's out this week. Yeah, I heard we couldn't get enough of that to our customers in Europe. Um, all right, next up, a brand new product from a brand new to cards company. You might be familiar with the company Figpin, which mm -hmm. makes the figure pins. Well, they're jumping into the trading card market with a new spin on trading cards called Cybercells. Mm -hmm. Cybercells are a translucent animated art cell with character theme borders and backdrops. And taking a look at their intellectual property franchise uh, offerings off the bat, they've loaded up on some great uh, content, including some key anime titles including the very first one that they'll be re releasing, My Hero Academy, anime cyber cell trading cards. Academia, excuse me. Yes. Words. <laughs> Academia. There you go. Um, every box of 20 packs with three cards is going to have one super rare foil cyber cell and one extra large cyber cell numbered card. So you're gonna get 12 commons for sure. They're all UV printed borders, nine cyber cell foils mm. that are more rail, rare and they have foil printed borders. Then four super rare cyber cell cards, one in every box for a total to collect, I should say. There's two hyper rares to collect. There's one in every case with holographic foil and glitter mm. and then Every box also includes a 4.25 inch by 6 inch oversized Cybercell number card as a box topper. So that's the first um, release. And then later this month or early next is Jujitsu Kaizen. Yeah. Then that'll be followed by Chainsaw Man, mm. Spy X Family. And we just solicited today, they've gotten the um, licensing for Five Nights at Freddy's and a, yep. a very popular franchise. Um, so check it out. It's in stores this week. It's not Freddy Krueger though, right? Five Nights at, that would be scary. No. No. <laughs> no. 2023 Historic Autographs Flight Trading Cards delivers one relic, insert, or film card, and four to five parallels in every box. Historic Autographs 2023 Flight Trading Cards will take you from the 15th century designs of Leonardo da Vinci's gliders and helicopters, De Logere's balloons, Zeppelins, World War I, World War II airplanes, rockets, the space race, private space flight, as well as the air disasters that keep our love of the flight in check. Here's a great quote from Leonardo da Vinci. Once you have tasted flight, you will walk, you will forever walk the earth with your eyes turned skyward for there you have been and there you will always long to return. Hmm. So true. 
Uh, look for some of the biggest names in aviation history, including Amelia Earhart, Charles Lindbergh, Orville Wright, Neil Armstrong, John Glenn, Eddie Rickenbacker, Pappy Boyington, Ted Williams, Paul Tibbetts, and Myriad of Medal of Honor recipient aviators. Um, the incredible flight relics include lots of great stuff in this. Worn garment relics. Autograph checklist includes, as I mentioned, some of the names, Earhart, Lindbergh, Armstrong, Wright, Guinness, Williams, and Rickenbacker. Rare one-of-one -one artist sketch cards. Really cool product here uh, from Historic Autographs. A freeze-dried pudding card from what? Apollo 14. <laughs> Yeah, look. Yeah, I see. Wow. Yeah, I've seen that. Incredible right flight yeah, relics. Yeah. Look at that. Freeze dried pudding. Wow. Medical gauze flown in Charles Lindbergh's plane. Yeah. So like from his first aid kit. Charred wreckage of the Hindenburg. I'll tell so, you the auto I would want to have of those uh, up there. Pappy Boyington. He was the head of the Black Sheep Squadron, one of my favorite TV shows with Robert Conrad. That's so very cool. Do you think that's a is that's like a uh, in flight used medical gauze? It could be. <laughs> could be. That's amazing. <laughs> the flag flown in Howard Hughes's plane. Wow, very cool, very cool. Wonder if yeah. we get to see any of that broken pretty on cool stage idea. at the National. That's pretty neat. I actually, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I probably could have gotten a box from uh, Kevin Hefner had I been thinking about it. But this kind of, this kind of, snuck up on me. I was thinking it was releasing at the National. Well, anyway, that's a look at what's hot in the shop this week. Four very intriguing, different products to look at. So all the other um, sports ones can kind of get a uh, a breather on the shelves, mm -hmm. if you will. Retailers always like that. All right, uh, let's go to part two of our interview with Ray Schulte. Uh, we'll have Chris pull. Uh, we got 12 winners tonight. We'll yeah. be back after you guys watch this so you talk about like kind of all the things to do at the national it's back as we mentioned it's back in rosemont plenty of things kind of around the area in terms of restaurants movie theater and what have you but even things now like trade nights that become very prevalent at the national but for the first time person or someone who may not know what are some things to do at the national or in the location after hours well a couple of years ago um you know i was approached by um uh, uh, the guys from Collectors too, Ryan, and um, they wanted to, they're, they're, they were saying, hey, you know, our train night has just kind of expanded to the point where we've outgrown the hotel lobbies and, ball, and ballrooms. And so at that time, we started the process of, all right, well, maybe we can do something, bring it in, into the convention center. So our people checked out what they were doing in Chicago a couple of years ago. And then they said, yeah, let's do this. So we brought it in-house in terms of, you know, having the trade night on Thursday night at the, within the national, within our venue. And, you know, last year was such a huge success and, uh, you know, roadshow in, in Kentucky, uh, basketball and, and also uh, collectors too. They're, they're, they're back and they're the official trade night uh, of the national. 
yes, there are other other uh, activities that will go on in you know restaurants and you know the hotels are going to be a little different because the national has control of the hotel and basically they protect their their trade night in terms of you know, the official trade night. But you'll see, you know, there'll be there'll be people in the lobbies. There'll be people, you know, at, at uh, what they call parties throughout the uh, you know Rosemont. And Rosemont is such a great, great uh, um, situation in terms of the the attendees and also the exhibitors too, because you can walk right out of the convention center and, and there's so much to do: restaurants, bowling alleys, uh, outdoor uh, concerts. Uh, you know, fashion mall, everything is right there in, in, in walking distance. So we we expect that there'll be a lot of stuff going on. And uh, just stay tuned to our Instagram. We're, we'll be posting uh, what's happening and, and and what's going on throughout the uh, course of the five days. The National has so much going on, so much to see, so much to do. If you could recommend only one thing for an attendee to do at the show, what would it be? <laughs> Well, I would recommend I'd recommend creating a plan, you know, have a strategy, because if you're going to go to the show, we're talking about you know 400,000 square feet was was large, and now we got 600,000 square feet, and I think um, you and I were talking a little bit earlier about you know you can just walk the floor, get distracted, and all of a sudden you're you're out of your element, you know. Yep. So I think you've got to do what I suggest to people. Go to, the, go to our website, check out who the exhibitors are, and find out where they are, get the numbers, and make sure that, you know, whether it's uh, Wednesday afternoon, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, you make sure that you hit them, you get to them, and, and, and you, you know, for whatever reason. Now, if you're into, you know, um, you know, basketball or soccer, you know, check out where those guys are. Check out where, you know, our manufacturers are. Make sure you 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 have a plan to, to get there. Don't just go into the into the venue and just wander around because that's be a, you'll waste a lot of time. Not everybody has the ability to stay there five days, but um, you know I think if you go in there and and you have a game plan, uh, I think it would be better off. I, I mean, for me, I have to have a game plan. I really do because I can't afford to waste time when I walk into you know starting at eight o'clock in the morning for me. I can't afford to waste time by just walking around. Uh, there's there's certain things I, I know I need to get done. So you know we 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 usually have um, you know a game plan going in in terms of like what we're doing. Plus you know we're talking about all the athletes. We've got 150 plus athletes that will be coming in, and I've got a lot of meet and greets that we're working on. I've got a uh, a special meet and greet with Freddie McGriff. You know the the new baseball. That. Baseball Hall of Famer now, uh, played in Chicago for a bit. I've got a pro, I got a promotion with the Chicago Tribune. We're going to do a meet and greet with Freddie. I've got others that we're doing meet and greets with. So I've got a lot to do that I have to coordinate in there too. And a lot of that will will certainly benefit us. So, you know, the mainstream media has been fantastic for us. I mean, obviously we have a history with them, but the thing is that they, I think at this point in time. They fully appreciate what what we bring to the table in terms of you know that experience, that family experience that you know it, it transcends just sports. It's and that, this is what I tell people all the time. You you don't have to be a sports fan or collector 
to, to enjoy the experience of just roaming the floor. I mean, because there's so much going on. And you know, whether you buy something or you don't buy something, just to be able to get down there and, and see everybody. And, and uh, it's such a great people watching <laughs> opportunity too. So, uh, but you know, with the, with the athletes, that takes up a lot of my time. And uh, you know, so I, and we try to maximize. We'll, we'll be doing a lot of social media. Uh, a lot of collaborating, a lot of promotion. So this uh, is, it, it, you know, again, with 600,000 square feet, you know, our time is, is going to be really, really, uh, you know, planned out. Matt, that all sounds really great. Ray, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Kelsey. All right. Thank you, Kelsey Schroyer and Ray Schulte for his time. All right. Awesome. Thank you, sir. All right, that's going to do it for us here at GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. We will be back next week um, in the final, final countdown to the National Sports Collectors Convention. Um, thank you to Scotty Prusha at Panini America, James Gale behind the scenes, Chris Stuber as always, and you for watching. If you guys don't watch, we have no business being here. So thanks for hanging with us for this evening. So we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. But in the meantime, always be collecting. Good night, everybody.